Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is a victory Monday after the Packers pound the Dallas Cowboys into oblivion. 48-32, and it wasn't that close. You love to see it. The destruction of Jerry World by Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers. And speaking of Matt LaFleur, as the title of the video suggests, can we give this guy his due? I don't care what happens on Sunday in San Francisco. I'd obviously love if the Packers went in there and shocked the world, much like they did yesterday. But the fact that this team was sitting at 2-5 and five in early November and is two games away from the Super Bowl now is pretty damn impressive. And I've seen chatter throughout the season about Matt's acumen as a play caller and the way some fans view him as always a good offensive coordinator, but he's not a good head coach. I think we can put that all to rest now. I think anyone with common sense can understand watching this team go from, you know, a a very young, bumbling, kind of (laughs) incoherent mess early in the season when lots of youth and lots of guys trying to find their place, not only on the team, but in the league as rookies and just starting their journey going from that collection that we saw in October, early November to what we've seen coalesce down the stretch here, all while Matt undoubtedly hearing the naysayers and the people outside the building talking about needs to do this, needs to do that. Hell, I'm one of them. You guys know I've been no Joe Barry fan. Uh, There's not, you know, a thousand percent approval rating when it comes to what Matt decides to do week by week, hell game by game down by down even but man you've got to give him props for what he's done bringing this team along his way as far as being patient not overreacting getting involved a little bit more when he needs needs to deems it necessary we all saw the defensive ineptitude against the Buccaneers but since that game as he said he would he has been a bit more involved on the defensive side of the ball and they have played noticeably better I'm not telling you they're the 85 Bears or anything but they have certainly been better on that side of the ball. Now, I don't think it's all Matt's involvement, but he is the head coach, and it all does come back to him. And right now, you look at the playoffs, and between you know what we saw from the Packers yesterday and the Texans the day before, these you know young teams with young quarterbacks doing a lot of exciting stuff. The league is set up to try and you know take advantage of things defensively with an offense and. Matt LaFleur is one of those coaches that can do it. I, I'm, I'm just kind of in awe of what he's done with what he was handed as far as, okay, we're going to move on from this four-time MVP, superstar, all-time legend with the Green Bay Packers quarterback, and we're going to turn over, yes, a first-rounder, a guy who sat and had certainly given been given time to learn, but nobody knew what to expect with Jordan Love. And certainly early on in the season, we saw some rough stretches, But Matt's guidance and and steady hand, both with Jordan and with the team, has led them way further than I expected them to, you know, ever venture in Jordan Love's first season, especially with the roster turnover that we saw this offseason. I'm just, you know, hoping that Packers fans can maybe start shifting their view when it comes to LaFleur. Because like I said, I know I've seen a lot of, I'm not going to say overtly negative, but a lot of folks, you know, second guessing whether the Packers had the right guy, especially earlier this season, the way they have responded to LaFleur in almost every situation, the the team is clearly, clearly kind of coalescing 
under his leadership. I think it's a great job. I think it's an outstanding coaching job. I doubt he gets much look in or mention when it comes to coach of the year, but he absolutely should without question. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see you all. Hope you're all doing well. Bunch of bunch of regulars hanging out here on Packers Daily. Good to see each and every one of you. Starting with Ryan. Thanks for being a Carry the G Club member. Is Jimmy Johnson still doing his Chris Farley impression? <laughs> That's a good pull. I don't know if you guys saw Tyler's video on the channel here, but you should definitely check it out. Some really fun stuff. Pack Daddy, what's going on? Best Sunday stat, 48 points with zero touches by Reed. I mean, yeah, not a single catch. Now, you know, there was one instance where Love threw a bit behind him on the slant. There was another that kind of sailed out of bounds, which wouldn't have counted anyway because there was offensive holding. But for the most part, yeah, they didn't even really try to utilize Reed that much. And they still scored 48. I mean, Romeo Dobbs having a monster game. I don't think it was on anybody's bingo card. But it's just, again, to Lafleur's credit, where you never know who's going to kill you from game to game. Hell, maybe even from drive to drive. I mean, obviously, you're going to count on Aaron Jones getting his. But outside of that, it could be anyone on any down. And yes, Reed, you know, with Watson coming back, certainly compliments him. But Watson mostly drew coverage all. I mean, what did he have? One catch for nine yards. Reed had no catches, and they still scored 48 points. I mean, that's damn impressive work, uh, both game planning wise, play calling wise. Damn impressive. Dustin, what's up, man? Had to lose eight to get to 13 and eight. <laughs> there you go, Dustin. I like it. Vex, what's going on? Packers are nobody's underdogs. Give me the 49ers. There you go. I like it. I like that attitude. Fading West, what's going on, man? If it hasn't been said yet, he's a bad man. Jordan Love is playing and lights out ball. I mean, you cannot watch that performance yesterday and not be impressed. I'm sorry. In that building, against that defense, he carved him up. He had every answer, no matter what they tried to do. Play zone, okay, I got time. I'll find a, I'll find my guy. Come at him with pressure, okay, I'll make a protection adjustment and take advantage. All game long. I didn't see him rattled once. Absolutely impressive. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, thanks to the Super Chat. Would you take 2011 offense or the current offense? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. I'd probably take the 2011 offense, but only just. And that's the thing. This offense, they're still just scratching the surface. The 2011 offense was a culmination. Like, this is the start of something. Man, I'd probably take the 2025 offense is what I'd take. But, yes, it's exciting, and it's that good already. Ed, what's up, man? Bear fans pride themselves on being well-informed, so inform them all week long that the Packers are still playing football. We are here to help. Yep, just ask them what time the Bears play. Juan, what's going on? If Love Torches are boogeyman, give him the MVP. I mean, I was just talking about this on the radio. I feel so confident that this team is going to go into San Francisco and be able to move the football and score points. I don't know about the defensive side of the ball. I know Joe Barry had an outstanding afternoon yesterday. No question about it. But yeah, Kyle Shanahan, that's the boogeyman right there. His play calling and his ability to take advantage of pretty much every Packers defense that has ever come into his building. Yeah, I don't I don't feel so confident on that side. But yeah, with Jordan. I don't think for a moment. And yes, they're going to, Bose is probably going to get his and they'll have moments where they disrupt things a lot, probably a lot more than most of the defenses they've placed, played over the course of the last month plus. But all of that said, I don't see Jordan getting rattled. 
it just hasn't happened. No matter what style of defense they've faced, whether it's somebody who's pressure heavy, whether it's somebody who, you know, sits back and just rushes four, he doesn't seem to get phased ever. I'm all about it, man. Uh, Pack Daddy, thanks again, man. Musgrave stayed on his feet. They love each other. I mean, absolutely. How great! How great is it that Matt even said that, knowing he's being filmed, and the whole team responded. It's like, hey, they're just like us online. <laughs> Musgrave, stay in your feet, and he did. I mean, I will say on that play where they ran leak and he's wide open, the fact the the way he looks the ball in to make sure he's got a catch because he knows he's like wide screaming open. But we've heard guys in the past talk about how those sometimes are the toughest catches because you're like, don't. You've got all that time to think about it. It's just come dropping through, and you're like, don't drop it. So shout out to Musgrave. Kept his feet, caught it, got in the end zone. You'd love to see it. Jocelyn, what's going on? Also, not sure what happened in most of the fourth quarter. Lucked out sitting next to a beautiful lady Green Bay fan. Spent most of the quarter cheesing. Believe in love. <laughs> That sounds like a successful afternoon. Shout out. Manuel, what's going on? Is it wrong that I feel nobody in the NFL sees us coming? No, I don't think that's wrong. I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, every quote-unquote expert picked the Cowboys in that game. I love it, man. I love it. Rodgers talked about this a couple years ago. Much prefer being the team that sneaks up on people that they're not kind of expecting and or they are um, maybe not appreciative of, you know, it's fun. It's fun being the spoiler. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good times, no doubt. Jerry, how are you? So many mind-boggling facts from this game, but I heard the Packers had seven drives and six of them went for TDs. Is that right? Freaking amazing. I believe that is right, and it is freaking amazing. Um, I mean, to be that successful uh, repeatedly against that defense in their place, I mean, they were more successful against that defense yesterday than they were against the Cowboys defense last year in Lambeau. Just I mean, all day long. Matthew, thanks for the super sticker. Matthew Clark, thank you, buddy. Evening, Nags. Buying Super Bowl tickets already, brother. <laughs> well, I have not, but I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Jen, what's up? It underdogs. <laughs> underdogs. Pac-Man, thanks, man. What a masterclass by Matt LaFleur, and props to Joe Barry, too. Going to need that same showing against the Niners. Pack by three. Love is the goat. Go pack. <laughs> we got love is the goat chat already. I love it. Absolutely love it. Bill, thanks for the super chat, man. Dumbofsky was right. This is a long season. It's getting longer by the week. They keep winning. Let's go. Mario, what's up? We can beat anybody, in my opinion. Let love cook. Yeah, I completely agree. It's something we've been saying now for a while. They can beat anybody, as evidenced by going into Detroit and doing what they did, by beating the Chiefs these last couple games. You know, they can beat anyone. I also still think they can probably beat themselves and or lose to anyone. You know, good thing is now you're playing nothing but good teams. 
and they usually play up to their competition. So there are no more uh, second half against Carolinas sitting in the weeds. Sniper us. Dustin, what's going on, man? Aaron, please tell my buddy Matt that the Packers are beating the Ravens in Vegas in February. He's delusional and think the Packers aren't winning. Dustin, well, to do that, they've got to beat the 49ers. So let's see him do that because I think they can. Portmaster, how are you, man? Anders, the extra point pirate, is still at large. Six on the year. That's pretty tough, no doubt about it. Um, I will say he made all the other ones, though. I mean, it's tough. I don't know. I know they're going to be patient with him. It's hard being patient as a fan, holding your breath every time he's out there. But, you know, as someone here the other day pointed out, he's got a higher field goal percentage than Crosby did his rookie year. I suspect the Packers are going to continue to be patient into next season. They'll probably bring competition in for training camp, but I don't think that, uh, you know, the Carlson era is going to be over anytime soon. AZ Packer, thanks for the super chat. Getting that ball first truly helped them. I totally agree. I just talked about this with Drew and KB. I think that set the tone. The fact that Matt wanted to get on the front foot in their building um, and then went about it by just methodically moving the ball, not trying to really push it downfield and taking over all close to eight minutes long, you know, to go 80 yards and score a touchdown, start the game with the on the front foot, just set the tone much like it did in Detroit. You know, I absolutely love that approach. Um, and I don't mind that he doesn't do that every game, right? I think there are certainly cases to be made for trying to get the double up, you know, in and out of halftime. I think it's, kind of opponent specific and I think in that building in that environment the way things can kind of snowball real quickly if you get behind I think it was you know a smart decision and a calculated risk that paid off no doubt um written for the win what's going on Cowboys fan husband has been quiet all day playing video games go pack go well you know the Cowboys season's over so he's got lots of time to play video games hello That's going to be a fun dinner, isn't it? What's up? Matthew Fryne, thanks for the super sticker. Portmaster, thanks for the super chat. Hope we dial up some coverage for Kittle tight ends. I mean, Ferguson was the one dude they could not stop yesterday. They had no answer for him. I mean, look, he's really talented. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but, man, the Packers, that was the one kind of real problem spot. They really had a tough time containing him, no matter down distance, wherever they were on the field really didn't matter and yeah kittle and company are are waiting uh chris what's going on man hey nags love you guys great game yesterday go pack go thank you chris really appreciate it man matthew again what's up enjoying this crazy season with cheesehead tv been amazing well thank you so much and thanks to everybody who stopped by watch party yesterday it was incredible uh so fun playoff vibes Tons of people from literally all over the world watching the game together. It's a great time. Thanks for being a part of it, Matthew. Abdul, how are you, man? Hey, Aaron. Happy Victory Monday. How big is Enigbari's injury? I feel like other than the strip sack in the Tampa game, I feel he's been invisible. Ooh, I wouldn't use invisible. Just because you're not on the stat sheet doesn't mean you're not doing work. Uh, there's contain. There's peeling off and running guys down from behind. There's crashing down the line and getting ball carriers from behind. Uh, he's done a lot. And, as you know, maybe he hasn't had a ton of sacks, but he's been doing lots of other stuff. As far as his injury, unfortunately, he does have a torn ACL, according to 
Ian Rappaport reported earlier this morning. So he's done for the year, and you're going to see probably a lot more of Lucas Van Ness uh, on Saturday night. Manuel, what's going on, man? What are your thoughts on the JJ injury? Manuel, I just talked about that. I, you know, it's it sucks because I think he's had a solid year, and they like using him in that rotation a lot. And, you know, you just hate to see it for a young guy, hopefully able to you know, come back sooner rather than later. The fact that it happened in a playoff game, like right after the regular season ends, you got to think is, you know, it's going to be at least, what, half the season gone as he comes back from rehab. But, you know, next man up. And the next man just happens to be your first round pick in Lucas Van Ness. That's what it's all about. What else we got here, folks? Uh, what else we got? Oh, wait. Why is it? Thanks, thanks for all you do. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for uh, checking out the stream. Appreciate it. Packers, Bruins, Mavs win. Great sports weekend, Gary. That is a hodgepodge collection of uh, favorite teams you got there. Uh, can we get some love for LVN for his hustle late in the game, circled around and followed Dak out of the pocket? Kid, kid will be a beast. Yeah, I think, Art, That's it's well observed. I think he's got a motor. You know, he's got motor for days. Um, when his athletic upside kind of comes to fruition, probably after a year um, offseason in the weight room and sculpting his body and, and growing into his frame, meets up with that motor along with improved technique, buddy. He's going to be cooking with gas next year. But obviously that doesn't mean a whole lot on Saturday when they take on the 49ers. But I like his motor. I like that he never gives up on a play. There's no doubt about it. And Lord knows I'm going to need every ounce of that um, against the 49ers on Saturday night. Portmaster, thanks again, man. I think I sent a similar super chat last year. I'm enjoying the holiday, eating Packers content from the mainstreams, and it's all Cowboys this, Cowboys that. Who gives a shit? Thanks for the real content. Yeah, I mean, I saw someone this morning say, I think it was on first take, they had like an hour and a half into the show and they were all they talked about essentially was the Cowboys. I'm like, what do you expect from a pig but a grunt? That's why you come to Cheesehead TV, baby. And really, the Packer blogosphere. I mean, that's, that's where the real content's at. No question about it. Uh, Abdul, thanks again, man. How was Ferguson so effective? A little worried about Kittle. Uh, he was effective by being really good. And a lot of attention being played to, paid to Lamb and the receivers, of course. Um, you know, it, you're not going to shut down everybody. We saw it with the Packers yesterday. You know, Watson drew a lot of coverage, but that gave Romeo Dobbs a lot of open space to work. It's part of the gig. Adam, what's going on, man? I'm absolutely loving the fact that we don't have a true number one wide receiver. Let's leave coordinators shaking in their boots. Keep up the amazing work, Nags. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, the, we talked about that on Watch Party yesterday. The the fact you can't key if you're a coordinator, although I think they did do a lot of bracket and kind of cloud coverage over Watson yesterday. And I can't say I blame Dan Quinn after watching Watson absolutely blow up his defense last year. I mean, I would have nightmares for months <laughs> if that was me. So they certainly saw Watson out there and had a plan for him, but it opened up a lot for a lot of other guys. Uh, but that said, yes, I very much agree. The fact that you can't know from week to week who's going to be the guy getting fed, getting the production. I mean, what is this, like the third or fourth different dude they've had with a 100-yard game? I mean, hell, Dobbs had 100 before halftime yesterday. 
you you weren't sitting there all week as Dan Quinn and company going, we guys, we got to make sure that Romeo Dobbs doesn't gash us. That was not a conversation being had in the Dallas headquarters. And look what happened. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Jonathan, how are you, man? In 2006, I don't think I ever missed four. In 2023, I have never missed 12. We're spoiled. <laughs> We're in our insufferable era. We had new shirts drop today on the Cheesehead TV store. Favre, Rogers, Love. Three in a row. I am going to be nothing if not insufferable. It's the insufferable era for Green Bay Packers fans. 100%. Uh, Dak Prescott, here we go home. <laughs> nice, Callum. Janice, thanks for the super chat. Late to the stream, but wow. Let's get rid of that San Francisco jinx Aaron Rodgers saddled us with. Go Pack Go. Now, now, I, you know, I... I am very confident in Jordan and his ability, but man, I don't, I don't place a lot of the blame on Aaron uh, here with the struggles they've had in San Francisco. They have owned the Packers up front. I mean, pure and simple. You can have Dan Marino in his prime uh, back there. You're going to have Joe Montana, Tom Brady. I don't care if you can't win up front, you can't block them either in the run game or trying to protect your quarterback. Well, you know, the quarterback guy, hard to work you know so i don't know i understand rogers was not very successful out there against san francisco but it was more than just him i mean i'm still wondering how the hell they're gonna block bosa bosa got after them when bakhtiari was out there healthy i mean it's one of the few players that i ever saw give bakhtiari trouble like legit down by down trouble and now here he's going to be going against rasheed walker love rasheed he's had a great second half of the season but lord have mercy you talk about needing a protection plan and then by the way if you slide to bosa or like chip him or like really concentrate on him they got a bunch of other dudes that can wreck you up front tall task tall task no doubt about it uh matthew what's going on man thanks for everything you do love the show we have had worse teams in the playoffs with higher expectations this team's white hot why not this year i hear you matthew you're absolutely correct I mean, after yesterday's performance, how can you not sit here and say, yeah, the Packers could do it? Oh, they win two more games? Yeah, against really good opponents, no question about it. But that is the task. Win two more games and they're in the Super Bowl. That's insanity considering where this team was in early November. Again, shout out Matt LaFleur. What a job. Nick D, thanks for the super chat. If you think love looks good now, wait until he realizes he can step into his throat. <laughs> Now, now, when he's got, you know, good protection, the, the play is in rhythm, he's fine. He steps into him all the time. But every once in a while, yeah, protection breaks down. Someone leaks through. Someone flashes in front of his face and he'll fall back a little bit and he'll utilize his arm and he'll go, go off platform. And guess what? He's been insanely successful doing so. I don't care how he throws it as long as he gets there. How many wounded ducks did Peyton Manning throw that ended up as touchdowns? I mean, I ain't here about style points. I just want him to get the ball where it's supposed to go. And so far, so good in that regard, especially second half of the season. Uh, Arizona Packer 12, thanks so much for becoming a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate the support. Thank you. Uh, oh, what's up, Camille? Camille's in the house. How you doing, Camille? Go Pack. Camille and I will be back with Care of the G and MKE tomorrow 
probably be up around noon Eastern or so. So be on the lookout for that. Going to be a good, good time. <laughs> Just think, this is the Packers rebuild year. Yeah, Seattle. Someone said in the chat last night, and I tweeted it out. Can we rebuild every year? I mean, it's kind of fun, right? Although, and of course, it took like five minutes for like humorless morons on Twitter to be like, oh, yeah, like the NFC is going to be this easy every year. My God, why is it so hard for people to just keep scrolling if they don't like the joke or if they don't get the joke? Just, man, keep scrolling. Ain't tough. Jocelyn, thanks again. Credit Matt LaFleur's game plan and the execution by the O-line and love. Only times I noticed Parsons were promotions on Jerry's overcompensating scoreboard. I just talked about this on the radio. I'll repeat it here. This is two years in a row where Matt's offensive game plan pretty much, not completely, but pretty much neutralized Parsons. I mean, we heard about him all week for good reason. He's excellent, and he's wrecked a ton of games this year for opposing offenses. But this is two years in a row now where they've pretty much handled him. That's not an easy task, and yet they've done it twice. Yes, uh, LaFleur and company have had real good game plans against him, no doubt about it. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.